1: This is an interesting game for me, guys. And 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 I'm and I'm curious to hear you guys kind of talk about how the game is going to play out. But before we do, I do want to kind of go through and tell what the other members of the Irish breakdown staff did today that are not here. Sean Davis predicted Notre Dame to win 34 to 28. Andrew McDonough predicted Notre Dame to win 30 to 27. And Sean Styers predicted USC to win. Actually, he did not predict that. He predicted Southern Cal to win because Sean only refers to them as Southern Cal, which I absolutely love. Uh, he predicted Southern Cal to win 35 to 27. This is the third time that Sean is, has picked against Notre Dame this year. So he it picked Ohio State to beat him and picked Clemson to beat him. I hope this one's more like the last time that he picked against Notre Dame. But So, so he went there. So we'll do what we always do, guys. We'll start off with, you know, what what's your prediction? And why, how you got there, how you see the game playing out to get to the prediction that you have. So, Vince, we'll start with you, we'll go to Ryan, and then I'll wrap it up.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
2: Well, my, my prediction, I actually, it's funny, I wanted to go 31-21 Notre Dame winning, but I just feel like USC is going to score more points than 21. My reasoning behind it was 31 personnel versus 21 personnel, and I don't know why that like ever got into my head. But um, I, I, I ended up with 31-24 Notre Dame coming out on top. I could very easily see it being a much more high-scoring game at that point. But I feel I feel much more confident if it is a low scoring game that Notre Dame wins that game, and I and I know thirty one twenty four is still what fifty five points. That's that's not necessarily low scoring, but I feel like that's low scoring for this game. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I as far as how it's going to to play out, you know, I talked about the spoiler situation. I talked about all of the motivation that Notre Dame needs to have going into this. This is going to be about Notre Dame and who Notre Dame is. It just so happens that USC is the unfortunate party that is across the way of them in this game because Notre Dame's style. And if they are playing up to their style, I just don't think USC can match the physicality. And I don't think that they can match what Notre Dame brings to the table from a, from an energy standpoint, from a team standpoint, from a physicality standpoint, USC, it, it, it is, it's, it's a bunch of free agents. They're not a team. They, they are a, a, an NFL team that was put together in the off season. Right. And I, I just, I have more faith in, the foundation yeah, they're an all-star team basically Notre Dame that's exactly right yeah. they're not going to have the energy that Notre Dame has just because of that right and I know that's kind of an x-factor but that's how I feel right
1: that's your prediction right okay
2: yeah that's my prediction right
1: so as far as how the
2: game's gonna play out Caleb Williams is gonna make some plays that are gonna make us just go dang like that was really good you know like we're all we're, we're doing the live deal where we're all gonna be watching the game at the same time and there's going to be opportunities for us to just sit back and tip your cap to Caleb Williams. And say, there's not a dang thing you can do about that one. Right. That's just going to happen. That's going to happen, and everybody just needs to adjust to that and appreciate that going in. It's going to happen. But Notre Dame is going to limit that. There's going to be a key interception, not by Benjamin Morrison, but by somebody else in this game that is going to turn the tide and get this game going the way that Notre Dame needs it to go. Somebody else is going to get a pick, and it's going to be glorious and we're gonna have, you're going to have to be careful on the mute button for me. That's going to happen. I think the special teams are going to make a play, whether it's a block or whether it's a return. I'm going to count on a return in this game. I think there's going to yeah. be a special teams return yeah. yep. in this game, and that excites me to no end. Again, prepare the mute button, because if Chris Tyree takes a kickoff to the house, it's over. The game is yeah. over at that point, okay? Yeah. I feel like that's going to happen. Drew Pine is going to play Drew Pine. He's not going to be amazing, but he's it's also gonna be good. Not. Drew Pine. going to be it's gonna good. Be Drew, good Pine. Drew Pine. Exactly. He's not. I'm not. Again, you said something about Brady Quinn coming in. Like, yeah, they're both number ten, and maybe Brady Quinn would even have a better game at the age y- of the you age think? now. <laughs> like, <laughs> than, you think Drew Pine would? <laughs> but uh, I'm not asking them to switch jerseys. Drew Pine just needs to be Drupine Don't go out there and try to force it. Just be part of the solution, man. Get on the bus, grab a seat and head in the same direction as everybody else, get the ball to your playmakers, get the ball to Chris Tyree, get the ball to Michael Mayer, get the ball to all these different guys, to Jaden Thomas, my bad, guys. Get the ball to all the guys that they need to get the ball to. And I think the offense will do just what it needs to do to score more than USC because you're going to have a special teams return and you're going to have a pick on the defense that is going to turn the tide in this game. That's my prediction.
1: Mr.
3: Roberts? Two things I know about USC. One, Vince talked about the Caleb Williams is fantastic. He's going to make some plays, guys. It's just a point blank to it, right? Like you're not going to shut out USC. You're not going to hold him down completely because I think that this kid is that special where he's going to make some plays outside of structure, some throws on the run, some throws in the pocket that you're just going to kind of look at and just shake your head because there's probably only three quarterbacks in the NFL that can make that throw. Like that's just kind of who he is right now, right? That's the – Level he's playing at this season. That's the confidence level that he's bringing to the football game right now. The other thing I know is that USC's defense is not good. It's not. It's that I believe that Notre Dame has the opportunity to have one of their better offensive outputs of the season. Not necessarily saying on the scoreboard. What I'm saying is that I think that this is a chance to be a very balanced team which is why I scored a 35-31 to Notre Dame gets his victory. I think that you have an opportunity to establish the run, not to the tick that you did last week, but similarly. And then you have the opportunity to let the passing game work off of that run game, some play action stuff, get the ball out there, and let Drew just make good, solid decisions. Don't ask him to be anything special. Ask him to be the good version of himself, like Brian already has stated, right? So if those two things happen, I believe that Notre Dame can control the pace of this game. I think that they can front run in this football game, but ultimately I think that it is going to be a close game because I think that Caleb Williams and these past game weapons, the Jordan Addison's of the world are still going to make some plays, right? They're still going to get there. So I think at the end of the day, they're going to keep it close. It's going to be a good, highly contested football game, but I think Notre Dame has an opportunity to front run and to win this football game 35 to 31 because I think that Notre Dame has some mismatches. I don't think USC's defense is great, but I think that their offense playmakers will keep it a close game against Notre Dame.
1: I don't think it's going to be a close game either way. I don't. I I, I said that the score I had is the score 40 to 27. And I said, it's going to be 40 to 27 one way or the other. And the reason I I feel that is, is, is you guys remember what I said going into the Clemson game. I said, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I thought it'd be close, but I thought if Notre Dame beat Clemson, it wouldn't be. And and to me, that's kind of how I feel about this game. If Notre Dame does all the things that we say they need to do, if they dominate in the trenches, if they do all those kind of things, they're gonna they're they're gonna score and they're gonna create a lot of problems from USC. And I don't I don't know like USC has shown this year that they can play from behind, but they've shown that against teams that aren't Notre Dame, right? They showed that against you know Utah a little bit they showed that it's against UCLA they're down 14 nothing to Ucla and and it didn't phase them they came back and, and, and battled back and and did that you know but to Ryan to your point in the last five games they've given up 43 37 35 17 and 45 points the only exception being to Colorado who's currently one and 10 and literally the worst power five team in college football does anyone want to argue with me on that I think Northwestern's the only team that's probably in the conversation with them and I honestly would pick Northwestern to win that football game I if they spell. play, I mean, that's I how spell. bad they're – because at least Northwestern can play defense a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. They're terrible. So, you know, I, I think Notre Dame's going to be able to, to have success running the football uh, if, if Notre Dame's able to get Caleb Williams kind of from not just going off, you know, just disrupt them, force incomplete – do things that UCLA did early, force mistakes, force incompletions, make stops in short-yarded situations, just get USC out of their game. I think that's going to be a big key to this game. If they can't do that, then I think USC is going to score and, and and Notre Dame is going to have to play from behind. And I don't think Notre Dame is a good play from behind team, not against this this team. So I I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, I won't be shocked if it's close, but just my prediction is it, it won't be close. I think and and if, since I am picking Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame is going to control the trenches. On both sides of the ball, I think they're going to force mistakes. I think that they're going to be more physical. USC is not used to this type of physicality. I don't believe uh, you know, Utah is not that kind of team. And I'm talking about defensively. Obviously, US, UCLA's got a physical offense, but it's a different type of physicality. We talked about this in the show the other day. It's a, It's an outside zone, buck sweep, counter type of physicality. Not a, we're going to line up, we're going to run right down your throat. And we're coming hard downhill at you and there's really not a lot you can do about it. If Notre Dame can be that, then this is going to be a win for Notre Dame. And, and, and I think that they're going to get on USC and, and put them away in the second half if they win. If they don't win, I think USC is going to do that to Notre Dame. I think they're going to, but in revert, they're going to get on them early and then Notre Dame's just not going to be able to play to catch up enough in the second half. So and Vince, I think you nailed it too. There's going to be some sort of non-offensive touchdown in this game for Notre Dame, yep, if indeed. they're going to win. Yes. Can they beat yep. USC without that? Sure. But that's just not who this team has been. Right. I mean, you know, like I wrote an article yesterday, and, you know, Notre Dame is in the midst of a, a scoring streak that we haven't seen. And for all the talk about Notre Dame's offense being an issue, the reality is is the Notre Dame football team did something in its last five games that has not happened since we were in the middle of World War II and that'll score at least 35 points in five straight games. Like, when you do something positive that hasn't been done since the last time we fought a world war, that's pretty good. But the thing I pointed out is that's not because of the offense per se. Now, the most recent game, it was because of the offense. But it wasn't because of the offense against UNLV. It wasn't because of the offense against Syracuse. It wasn't because of the offense against Clemson. It wasn't the off because of the offense. Well, it was because of the offense against Navy. I mean, the offense in the first half was – was ripping Navy up a little bit, you know, but against UNLV, they scored 30 points in the first half. They had four possessions where they scored in the first half, where they started in UNLV territory twice. They started at the 20 or closer, you know, against against uh, Syracuse, you scored 41 points, but you literally had a pick six that got you a touchdown and you had a blocked punt that gave you the ball at the two that you convert to a touchdown against Clemson. You only scored 21 points offensively and seven of those Came on an interception where you got the ball at what? Like the 14-yard line, 11-yard line, 12-yard line, something like that? This has been such a great team streak, and I do think that continues. The other thing is I do think that Notre Dame has shown that they can go on the road and play well. I mean, they have. So I do think – I don't think going to California is going to be a problem, and I think going out to the warm weather, it's not supposed to be crazy warm this weekend. So – I think that's going to benefit Notre Dame as well after having to play in the cold last week. So I, I, that's what I think. That's what I predict is going to happen. But if that doesn't happen, then you can just take the same score and flip it. That's the way I look at it. I don't, I don't think Notre Dame wins a close game or I mean, loses a close game. I think if they lose, it'll be by double digits. I can see Notre Dame winning a close game. I, I can, I can see that. I can see Notre Dame getting the ball with five minutes left down by four, and just going right down the field like 2010 and just eating the clock up and running it down USC's throat and getting a touchdown with 30 seconds left. I just don't think they will lose a close game because I think if they're struggling to do the things you need to do to stop USC, then USC is going to roll them. That's what I think. So that's, that's my prediction for the game, fellas. Anything you'd like to add to that?
2: All I want to say, and this might be a closing, because we're probably going to do a little bit of a mailbag after this, I would imagine, after the, My, the yeah
1: predict, after we preview the other the other games. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: but it, to close out the Notre Dame USC part of this, I am a thousand percent on board with USC and Notre Dame both being great programs because yeah. that makes this game so much more enjoyable for me as a fan, as an analyst, all of the above, right? Life is better when USC is good and Notre Dame is good and they get to battle it out for something major on the line. And it's even better when it's the last game of the season and it's out there. It's great when it's in October, don't get me wrong. I love it when they come to South Bend. But at the same time, when both of these programs are good, life is good. And so I, don't get me wrong. I love to see USC lose. That's great. But at the same time, what this game means is a ton because there's so much mm-hmm. on the line. It'll be even better if they're, the winner of this is almost like a guarantee to go to the college football playoff. That time will come very soon. But as of right now, I am very, very happy with the state and the trajectory of both programs and that this game coming up is going to mean a lot over the next few years. That, that part excites
1: me very, very yeah. much. What well, also makes it easier for Notre Dame to schedule when USC is good. And that's kind of the problem Notre Dame has had the last decade when USC has been mostly mediocre to bad. They've had a couple good years here and there, but mostly not good. It's like, well, it's hurting our schedule. Yeah, We've right. had two years where, the, you know, looking at it from a Notre Dame standpoint, you know, if you're a Notre Dame administration and the football staff is, you know, we've had two years where our we won double-digit games and our best win was over Navy. Like, that's not good. So then you've got to go out and you've got to play – you in scheduling Ohio State and a Clemson. You've got to go st- schedule Texas AM and m and Alabama and these kind of teams to really up your schedule because you're not getting that from Stanford and USC anymore. So I think it's good that you can get that from USC. I think it's good for Notre Dame. It, it, it's what makes – because, like, what's the point of having a cross-country rivalry where one of the teams isn't good? Like, I, I think that's what makes a rivalry. Somebody – a buddy of mine asked me yesterday, he goes, look, He goes, Is Ohio State and Michigan the best rivalry in college football? And I was like, No, it's not. I said, It's the most intense, it's the most famous, but it's not the best. You can't have a great rivalry when one team dominates it for 15 years, you know, like, and then one team wins for the first time in a decade and they run their mouths the whole offseason because they get to do it so infrequently. You know what I mean? They're just going to – because they're like, it may be another 10 years before we win this thing again. So let's enjoy and get all the trash talking out that we can. That's not a great rivalry. To me, Alabama-Auburn in the last 15 years has been a far better rivalry than Ohio Ohio State-Michigan because Alabama doesn't dominate it. I mean, there was a stretch recently where Auburn won two out of three against Alabama. I'm talking like within the last five years. Nobody in the in the SEC has beaten Alabama as much as Auburn has. That's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. That's just a border skirmish. Is basically what you, what Michigan Ohio State has been. It's a border <laughs> skirmish. That's it, right? A rivalry is only good when it's it's good games and one team wins some years, one team wins another, but also when they're both good. And that's the other thing that hurt that's hurt the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry is Michigan just hasn't been good a lot. You know they weren't good under Rich Rod. They weren't good under Brady Hoke. They had a couple good years under Jim Harbaugh, and but then they would rank twice, but then they just get smacked by Ohio State. So I I kind of hope that that series does does go back, and that's kind of how I feel about Notre Dame is I haven't enjoyed I, I let me I have enjoyed watching Notre Dame smack USC the last four games, but not as much as I did back in the Holtz era when when they were beating USC they were beating number two USC, or number eight USC, or number fifteen USC. I think that makes it a lot better. And and I and I have, you know, I don't know many USC fans, but the ones I have have expressed that saying they didn't enjoy beating up on Notre Dame as much when Pete was there because it's like you're not playing a very good Notre Dame team, right? Mm-hmm. Other than the two years under Weiss, and th- those are big wins because those Notre Dame teams were good. But it's like, yeah, I enjoy beating Notre Dame, but not as much because they're not good. I think that's what makes it good. So I'm I'm hoping that this is a return of USC to being a prominent team. I think USC being good helps Notre Dame in a lot of ways, not just with their schedule, but USC will – they'll beat Notre Dame for some kids, but Notre Dame doesn't have the reliance on California it used to have. But it's more so their – USC, when they're good, can go down south and get a kid or two that would otherwise go to Bama or Georgia or somebody else. They can go to the East Coast. Remember when their 06 team or 05 team? Who caught that fourth to nine pass? You guys remember who that was in the late in the game? Ryan, I know you got to know this one. Who caught the fourth and nine pass that Matt Leinert threw to beat Ambrose Wood in 2005? It's Dwayne Jarrett. Do y'all mm. remember where Dwayne Jarrett's from? Ryan? I don't. I don't. My man. I'm you, sorry. Was fact Ryan even alive? Excuse. He's from Jersey. Dwayne Jarrett? He's Harris? from New Jersey. Yes. What school did he go to? Huh? What school did he go uh, to? Let's see. He went to. Uh, he's from New Brunswick, New Jersey. He went to let's high, New Brunswick High School in New Jersey. Wow. So they got mm. Brian Cushing out of New Jersey. <laughs> I, right? I knew that so one. I knew they that would one. go down to Texas and get some kids. So again, part of the reason I want Miami to be good again, and Florida State to be good again, and Texas to be good again, and USC to be good again is because they're going to start taking kids from LSU and Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State, as well as Notre Dame doing the same thing. So I do think it's important that that USC be good again. Plus, it's more fun to beat them when they're good. And and I would say USC fans would – I don't know. We got some USC fans in the chat. Do you enjoy beating Notre Dame more when Notre Dame is good? I would think so. Uh, so that's how I am as well.
3: So, wait, so Notre got, Dame uh, – New Jersey doesn't claim Dwayne Jarrett, so okay, we don't claim him. That's just because you don't know him. Knew he was from uh, – so anyway, I, I had no idea. So we're we're going
1: to move idea. on uh we're gonna get to we're gonna preview some of the big games from from week 13 there's some great great games later for this weekend there's some great games going on right now fellas that we're gonna get updates on but we're gonna preview uh, some of the big games of college football but before we, and we'll, we'll also have a mailback so do not go anywhere we are just getting started everybody but before we get to that please hit that like button please hit the subscribe button please hit the notification bell share this podcast if you're listening to via a podcast platform please give us a five-star review we would greatly appreciate that sign up for the message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com and also check out our main website at irishbreakdown.com. You can see both of those scrolling down below.